0: Pastor Reacts, looking at Kane, Yes He Can. I'm not super familiar with this song. I don't really know uh, what the lyrics actually say. It's literally the song that was playing on K-Love when I checked their website, just to try and get an idea of what their top list or what their recent playlist is. And they have like, this is what's playing, this is what just played. And so I picked the song that was currently playing, found it on YouTube and loaded it up. And that's what we've got here. So. Here is Kane. Yes, he can. Maybe not. I hit play and nothing happened. Try again. There. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I've heard this. Does he I'm not that anymore. Sometimes I question if this is not evil. my journey. Can he rescue? Can he save me? I think these guys were on the Chosen Christmas special. But when I, I recognize I And one of the girls on it. I know that. Had been held up. So, one of the girls, I saw these guys and if you saw the Chosen Christmas special, maybe you can clue me in on that, but um one of the guys or one of the girls had like the craziest fringe boots I've ever seen. Like I've never seen so much fringe in my life. Um, and I think her, maybe her jacket too. I just remember pointing that out. And my, one of my daughters was like, that is a lot of fringe and she's really into fringe. So that was, um, kind of odd. Um, uh, but let's see the, uh, I want to look at this first verse that I just listened to. So the lyrics say, sometimes I wonder, is he faithful? Does he see me in my trouble? Does he understand? Sometimes I question if he's able, can he rescue me? Can he save me again and again? Um, But when I look back, um, I'm confused by how that's the end of the, oh, I guess that's an intro back into the, um, into the chorus. Yeah. You you see this kind of reaction in the Psalms, right? I don't uh, love this kind of music, but so far the lyrics aren't too bad. Um, sometimes I wonder, is he faithful? Uh, I mean, even Psalm 22, the Psalm that Jesus quotes from the cross says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So the idea of, as a believer, um, understanding that, um, or understanding that God can handle our questioning and our feelings of abandonment in moments of trouble and strife, but turning to him is the right move. Turning to him is the right orientation for what we're doing. And so, um, to sit and wonder sometimes, man, is he faithful? Is he really going to come through? Does he see me in my trouble? Yeah, he does. He sees us and it can feel like he doesn't at times. Does he understand? He does. Sometimes I question if he's able. And, and again, that can be a thing where, um, you know, even like my kids will get that way with me sometimes when they will go like, can we do, can I have this? And I say, no. And they're like, oh, you can't get it for me. I'm like, I didn't say that. I didn't say I can't afford that. I didn't say that I can't do anything uh, about that situation. I just haven't yet, or I'm choosing not to right now. And I won't always explain my reasoning to my kids, right? Sometimes I will do things without explaining it to them, or I won't do a thing for a minute because I'm not in the right place or um, it's not the right moment to explain to them what's going on. And why would we remove that prerogative from God and say, no, he doesn't get to do that? So I think very much it um, it's still within God's purview to decide, I'm not going to move right here. I'm going to allow you to process through this and follow me and look to me in it, but I'm not going to give you the answer you're looking for at this exact moment. Although I do believe that if we bother to address him and seek him, we do find uh, that um, He does respond. He does answer our prayers. Um, And I think where we go wrong a lot of the time is not in him not answering our prayers, but more in him not answering them the way that we were wanting him to. And when it turns out that God is not our sky genie, then we get offended or upset about it. But he never promised he would be that. Right. So so all of those questions, is he able? Can he rescue me? Can he save me again and again? The answer is yes, he can and he will. Um, but it's going to be in a different um, time frame sometimes than we're necessarily looking for. Let's get to the chorus because I think it um, ties in with um, what he was just singing there. I'm going to back it up just a little bit. Let's see. So it was, um, it it almost sounds a little bit like um, Do It Again, the worship song by Elevation, where it's, you know, looking back. And so now I get why the verse ends with, but when I look back, or looking back again, I think, um, but looking back, then you have this list of questions here. But when I look back, did he move every mountain? Did he part every sea? Yes, he did. So, yes, he can. Did he defeat the darkness? Did he deliver me? Yes, he did. So, yes, he can. And they sing that a couple times. And that is something that even from the first moments where Israel really becomes the nation of Yahweh, uh, when they first step out in the Exodus, one of the first things they do after the parting of the Red Sea is begin to complain and uh in complaining about the lack of food in exodus 16 they're given manna and quail to sustain them each day and even the the manna keeps going every day well six days a week for 40 years while they're in the desert and it doesn't stop until they leave the desert once they cross the jordan never manna again and so it's this 40 year miracle that, that goes on but in the midst of that one of the things it says is that they're to look back and thank god for what he's done when they eat there's to remember what God has done and to look forward and, and, you know, uh, attain his, um, his blessing new each day. And so there's kind of, and throughout scripture, there's a lot of calls to do that kind of thing, to look back and remember what he has done, uh, to be able to know, um, what is coming up. And when we feel like I'm not seeing an answer, Can I really trust that he's faithful to look back both in our own lives and to uh, to biblical times, I, I think. And sometimes looking at the biblical story can remind us of what God has done in our own life. Sometimes as we look back and we go, oh, yeah, he's been there like that for me, too. When I read the Psalms and I read Psalms of Thanksgiving and how God has delivered the psalmist and I go, oh, I've been there too. When I think back on some of the stuff that I've done wrong and I read the stories in the, the Gospels and the, the stories of, of Jesus' grace there, when I read the stories of um, uh, of Paul and the other disciples in Acts, when I read through the letters of Paul and the various interactions there and, and all of these things, when when we read through Scripture and see what God has done all throughout biblical history and we see... Okay, well, I was never in that exact moment because that happened thousands of years ago. But I've been through something that at its core circumstance was somewhat similar. And the deliverance I've experienced was similar. I can trust that God has shown up in their experiences. And if I'm standing in a similar kind of place, I can trust that God is still the same God. He may not do the same thing he's done in the past, but he still has the same character to desire the good things and to work out the plan that he already had for me from the beginning of the world. That's in Ephesians 2.10. Uh, he has the desire to uh, bring all things together for his good and for the, according to his will for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. That's in Romans eight. And so as we trust in those things, as we lay our trust in those things, then looking back and looking to where we stand now, we can go, Oh, God has been faithful. I can trust him to be faithful now. God has delivered people. I can trust him now. And because I know his character has been consistent through all of that, I'm going to trust and rejoice whether or not I'm seeing that deliverance right now and recognize even more that what the peace of God coming over me actually is is more powerful than the exact deliverance of my circumstance right now. And then we can stand with Paul again, biblical uh, precedent that ties into our lives. Then we can stand with Paul and go, Oh, I can learn to be content in all circumstances. Uh, Paul who had been in want and in plenty, Paul who had been starving to death and beaten and illegally arrested had been stoned and left for dead and then found and Oh, he's not dead. And his disciples sneak him out of the town because it's deadly for him to stay there. All of these kinds of things and and to go, wait, if he's had plenty and if he's had want and either way he trusts in Jesus as he sits in prison and pens the letter of the uh, Philippians and writes in Philippians 121 for to me to live as christ and to die as gain like it doesn't matter what happens to me and he goes the only thing i have making me think i might stick around a bit longer is literally the idea that i'm pretty sure you guys still need me i think i still have a role to play in leading the churches so i don't think i'm done yet but either way i'm good with it that right there is powerful faith that trusting in if he's done these things then yes he can do this and yes his his faithfulness and his character is consistent so I can trust him no matter what I'm facing right now. That is a powerful message. So far, I surprisingly like the lyrical content of the song. I will admit I am not a fan of Kane musically. I do not like this. (laughs) So (sighs) let's get on to whatever comes after the chorus. Sometimes those voices try this is to very nasty, me I feel like. I'm forgotten and I'm falling too far from his hands But I know what kind of God he is And I'm trusting in his promises I'm believing and I'm singing just yes he can oh, he every- Okay, so... <laughs> So there's another, the, ver- the second verse is, whoops, I'm on the wrong part here. Sorry, let me get to it. Sometimes those voices try to tell me I'm forgotten and I've fallen too far from his hands. I've fallen too far from his hands. But I know what kind of God he is and I'm trusting in his promises and I'm believing and I'm singing. Yes, he can. So that's their, that's their second verse. Um, and again, musically, I am not a fan of this. I am really not. And vibe like visually, I'm not a fan. Like they're very country rock um, or whatever. This is modern Christian music. I don't know, but it's not my vibe. Um, I do like folky rock, but this is a little too pop country for me. So it's not my favorite. Um, I did hear a podcast recently that this totally feels like it relates to that. um, That said um, Christian music is the only genre where the, de- the defining factor of the genre is the worldview of the artist, not the musical style. And that is so true and so weird. Um, and so I, it, it's very odd to me. Um, but this flavor of Christian music, it feels pretty K lovey and it, it's not my favorite, but again, the lyrics are pretty solid here. So says, sometimes those voices try to tell me I'm forgotten and I've fallen and I've fallen too far from his hands. And man, Romans 8 tells us that nothing, no height nor depth or angel or demon or anything in all of creation, no power, no scheme of man, no anything can tear us from the hands of God. That nothing can separate us from the love of God that is for us in Christ Jesus. And so there's no way for us to be falling uh, you know or for God to forget about us he knows absolutely everything read Psalm 139 he knows every moment of your life there's nowhere you can go where he's not there there's nowhere you can escape his awareness and his notice so there's no way to not see to not be seen by God and there's no way to just stumble and fall out of his hands he is not incapable of catching you or reaching you no matter what depths you run to the one deciding factor, and this is a little controversial, depending on your overall theology of salvation, if you are a Calvinist or you are once saved, always saved, you will not like what I'm about to say. I don't believe in that. I read Hebrews 6 and, and a whole lot of other parts of scripture, stuff in Ezekiel and, and various calls to repentance and how Israel is the chosen people, and yet they're not saved. I think if once saved, always saved, and if, if God's election is absolute, then Saul who was it the, um, the first king of Israel, not the apostle, um, not the apostle who was also known as Paul. But I think if that applied, then Saul would never have had God's spirit removed from him. He wouldn't have been able to do that if he had the spirit of God on him. How could he do something that would cause God to remove that? He abandoned God and denied God and rejected God and God released him. We can't fall out of God's hands. He won't throw us out of his hands, but he will let us go if we go. Dad, let go. I'm out of here. He'll let us. So, um, so I think we can run away as far as we want. He's always only one act of repentance away if we choose that path. But all, even more, um, we, we can't be ripped out of his hands. And and when the de- when the devil when the enemy lies and tries to tell us oh, you screwed up way too big. You're, you're done now. He's done with you. That's just not true. You can't out sin God's grace. His grace is sufficient. So, um, and so it says, sometimes those voices tell me and I start listening to those lies, but I know what kind of God he is and I'm trusting in his promises. I'm believing and I'm singing. Yes, he can. And there's something, um, there's something powerful in that idea of um I think unbelieving for this can get dangerous and weird it starts sounding like christian manifesting or something and I don't recommend that nonsense but um believing and trusting in his promises remembering his promises this is where having scripture memorized Um, Knowing how to read and engage your Bible is really important because if you can open it and and read it and understand it properly, then it's really helpful. If you don't know it at all and everything you know about scripture comes from Caleb 32nd devotionals between songs and, you know, uh, bad preaching, which I don't know if you have good or bad preaching. But if you don't know how to read your Bible, you will never know either. And so if you don't have those things helping, it's easy to wander off and go astray. So, but if we can trust and believe in his promises, then also there's a powerful um, thing that happens in in singing. Songs stick with us. Uh, Melodies stick with us. We've all experienced like earworms and that kind of thing where you get a song stuck in your head, even when you don't want to. This song is probably going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the day, and I don't want to hear it anymore after this video. When we hear those things um, and they stick in our heads, if they contain truth that's a good thing. And so the one thing about this is if this chorus were to stick in your head and be the thing that gets stuck in your brain, that would not be a bad thing when things are going sideways in my life. Yes. um, Yes, he did. And yes, he can. Does he defeat the darkness? Does he deliver me? Yes, he did. And yes, he can. He's done it before and he will do it again. And so that is not a bad thing to have in our brain rolling around. So on that level, while it's not my musical choice, this song's solid. Um, it's good, good reminder, good, uh, reinforcement. Um, and something that I would not be upset by anybody, um, singing this or like my kids singing this who, um, they actually really love Love. Although they can't stand it when Love does fundraisers because, uh, they're like, you know, your gift has saved it. Like, listen to what Love has done for these people. And my kids are like, no, that's Jesus. Okay, calm down, backseat. You know, so um, that cracks me up. But uh, they're right, though. That's correct. Okay. Uh, let's see what comes after this one. Again, I'm not a fan. Like, they're wearing, like, glittery suits and stuff. This looks like like the two girls in the band look like the jokes, right? I just, this is not my vibe. Also, the examples in the video are not that dark, so it's kinda like like one of them's like a, a mom pushing a stroller up a hill, but she's like dressed in that fancy Nashville style. She's got a hat, and like a big sweater, and platform shoes. And she's like walking up a hill in the rain a little bit. And they like come along and help push her. Like... Now I showed a guy at the dark killing, like, so. Okay. So it's a guy Recovering from an injury or surgery Or something Being healed He throws away his water. Okay. Alright so Well they're claiming some big stuff there But the that bridge said Because I've seen too much Now I can't deny He's come through every time Every single time From the beginning until the end He did, he will, he can Yeah um, And again there's There's so much there. I mean, that's what, uh, you know, our testimonies are about. And, um, you know, even like and, and knowing those testimonies and being able to claim those testimonies, recognizing where God has been faithful, whether it's I was saved from heroin and homelessness or I was in prison and then I got saved or I never sinned, you know, like you know, in a crazy way like that, like I never did anything rebellious. I grew up in the church. I've known since I was, you know, I talked with a guy for my podcast recently that um, he knew when he was four years old, that he was called to ministry and wavered a little bit, but not a whole lot from that path. That's amazing and wonderful. And so if that's where you're at, that's a testimony in and of itself, but remember those things. And when God uh, seems like he's far away, when you're going through stuff, don't be afraid to cling to those things and um, hang on to them in the midst of that. All right, let's finish out this song. There's like a wedding scene. They're doing a lot of like peachy pink kind of colors and then like glittery white. Then off-white. It feels very Nashville to me based on my pop culture perception of Nashville stuff, because I'm not a country, and not, I've never been to Nashville, I've been to Memphis, yes, which I just had a really good party, and I went to that club, which is phenomenal, I recommend that, if you're ever in Memphis, go to that club, that's really good, okay, yes he did. yes he can they just sang that a lot at the end so yeah all right that works for me it's uh i still don't like the song but that's just i mean that's personal taste not everybody uh, my wife didn't even like half the music i listened to because i listened to hardcore metal and punk rock and noisy stuff Um, and then i listened to blues and old country and i listened to hip-hop and jazz and uh, i mean very all over the place taste but that was not in my list of stuff I like so not my favorite but it was a good song and it kind of surprised me because honestly I feel like when I'm listening to K-Love I hear mostly garbage (laughs) no offense K-Love but honestly I hear a lot of stuff that's just so fluffy and so lands on the um, on the wrong end of the spectrum of just like cliched, empty stuff. The one piece that I would say if um, if the intent of this was to be a really strong encouragement in times of actual trouble, it kind of went soft, even when it had the opportunity to present it in a visual way. Um, And so it just it felt very like life can easily get much darker than that for a lot of people. And the words I think would hold up to, you know, reminding us to look through what others have gone through. Um, But uh, it it didn't have any situations that really presented as all that hopeless as they were showing what was in the video. Um, It was more fun-ish and like overcoming small obstacles. Um, Although the healing one was probably a pretty big one, you know, that can be a big deal. But also it was like being healed from like a leg injury or something, which is great. But... And phenomenal. And if God heals you, like, that's a miracle. That's nothing to, you know, not be impressed by. But I think even more than that, there are huge things that rock people's lives. And it's important to remember those same truths in bigger things. And sometimes what can happen is if we sell them short like that and only present these, you know, less massive things then people can feel like but my thing is so much bigger than that so how could God relate to that one I I see how he did this little thing but how could he do it for me in this massive thing or this thing that feels massive to me which again is why looking to scripture can be helpful because you can get perspective on things that are way bigger than what you've gone through you've not been crucified you have not um, you have not died Lazarus died and Jesus brought him back Uh, and even in that the, what he guarantees is not the moment of resurrection right then, but the ultimate resurrection when he comes again. And so those, um, you know, those are promises we can hang on to and why it's important to look at Scripture, which they point us to. Can we look back and see, did he do these things? Yes, he did. So can he handle this? Yes, he can. So that's cool. Anyway, as far as the YouTube video here goes, like, subscribe share drop in the comments what you think about this uh any other song recommendations and so on and um we'll put up another one soon